Welcome back to the City Palms Podcast. Episode 50. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. How are you, man? I'm doing good. But it, I did have a thought that crossed my mind as I left the house just coming here. Yeah. And like, to bring it back to Nashville, dude. Remember when I looked at you and we were leaving the Airbnb and I closed the door? And I was like, remember the lock on the door? That was like, you close the door. And it locks behind you. And it, lo- and it, and it locks itself. And I was like, that's dope. Mm-hmm. So... That's not dope, dude. If you think about it, because when I know when I was leaving, I was locking my house, I was locking the door, and I'm like, it's pretty dope that I get to do this every time. Because like, think about when you take the trash out real quick, like, it's like if you were to come back and have to type that code in, that's a tap. So I basically <laughs> wanted to just, I was like thinking of, I was like, I gotta tell Brian to redo that statement. I want to redo that out of your mind. So that's not cool anymore. Like it's a cool idea, but if you think about it, nah, nah that ain't for me. Yeah. Yeah, because then, yeah, you should be able to pick and choose when you lock your doors, you're right. I mean, right? Like, I wonder if that is an every time thing, or if you could turn that code off. Does my car do that? I feel like my car, no, my car doesn't do that, where it automatically locks behind you. My car is a tap, like, the Camry, like, if you, like, if I. I think I remember when I was driving, doesn't it, like, not work sometimes, the button? Well, it's getting old, man, we ain't gonna call that the (laughs) 05 on it right now, but I'm, I'm saying, like, let's say, like, you, like, unlock it. And then you like are doing something for like 30 seconds, it'll just lock back or whatever. Like if you're like unlocking it and you're like, oh, I forgot something inside and you like run back in, it'll just like, ching, I'll hear it. I'm like, why are you locking? I mean, I guess it's cool, but all right, you ready to do this thing? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into the episode today. Episode 50, everybody. All right. We'll have the guests come in now. Today, we've got Alex the Great, ATG. Did my camera just stop, bro? Did you stop my camera? Nope. It's still going? Yeah. Okay. Sick. We've got ATG. No, it did stop. It, internal storage full. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll take care of it. Draw three listener questions, bro. Let's get this shit started. Okay. We're starting this new thing. We're asking them some listener questions. Okay. Some of them are big, deep topics. Some of them are just surface surface level. Oh, wow. It's a breaker. First question. First listener oh, question. this is a hard one. <laughs> it's not really hard. What does it take to be a good person? Can me my phone? I feel like I'm ruffling a lot my bad. Yeah, you can put the headphones on. Mm -hmm. And then, like, a fist away from the mic is how it sounds best. All right. All right, repeat the question. What does it take to be a good person? (laughs) I feel like it's not even hard. You just gotta be, like, I don't know, genuine, like, nice to people. Like, I don't know, hold the door for the next person, even if it's a guy or a girl. Like, just, you know, just nice things. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah, that's why I agree. It wasn't that, it's not that really hard question. But but I feel, I mean, I guess I could see where you're coming from. I I just, I feel like it's hard to, like, be a good person all the time. Because then, like, sometimes, I don't know, like, like, I get cut off in traffic. You ever been cut off in traffic? And I'm like, dude, I'm flicking this person off. I don't care who it is. I pull up and it's like a grandma. I'm like, You're like, no. I can't. Yeah, but then, like, what I would think of is what, like, to be a good person you know, like some might say, like, you know how people do stuff for karma sometimes? Like they'll do something good so that something good happens to them. Yeah. You could argue that like, is that really you being a good person or you like some people donate for that reason because they think it's going to come back to them. But some might argue you should just do the good thing to do the good thing without like anything happening to you. But I don't know. That's true. I agree. How are you doing, though? I'm doing good. How you been? I'm, I've been good. Here, I'm Danny, like, while I figure this out, you take it. Dealing okay. with a two year old all day. So, you know. Had a nap, waking up, getting back into the swing of things. Babysitting or your two-year-old? Oh, no. I don't have any kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's it. A... It's my nephew. 
True. Yeah. yeah, we we have nephews and nieces around that age, so they're could, fun. You I know about it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For it's sure. like Tasmanian devils, like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, full of energy. That's <laughs> for sure. Um, are you like? Do you want to stop here? Cause no, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. Got, I'll, got I got the, this. the number one camera angle though. It's just gonna take me a second. Okay. Go. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. So. Well, aside from crazy two-year-olds, how how's your day been? Besides that, it's been good. Um, I honestly just had like a mellow day. Yesterday was more entertaining. I guess went to the park with him and I don't know, did a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, Tonight, so, hopefully, choose to turn up somewhere. It's Wednesday night. Yeah. It should be ladies' night somewhere. Oh, <laughs> true. Yeah, you probably know what's popping tonight. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you from around here? <laughs> no. I'm <laughs> from Chicago, my bad. It's okay. From Chicago? Yeah. How long have you been here? <clears throat> I've been here for eight years. I live in Cape, so I moved here like eight years ago, 2012. Dang, okay. How, what part of Chicago? Southside suburbs. Dang. So, like, home of Baltimore area. A lot of people know about, like, Chicago Heights, Tilly Park. I've, like, migrated. I've lived all through there, so. Dang, how was that, like, growing up through there? It was good. My parents kept us in sports, so, you know, not too much you can do when all you have to do is sports every single day, all day. True. And I play the piano a lot, so hmm. it takes up a lot of time. That's dope. Piano's dope. Piano's one that I've wanted to get into, but that's like takes time, I feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Sports. Uh, what sports did you play? Sports. Ooh, sports was fun. Um, I actually did track and cross country my freshman year of high school. Thought that was super cool because, you know, everybody's like, you got the long legs, girl. You need to run. I'm like, all right, but I'm about to do some track. <laughs> And then my mom's like, well, you about to do cross country too. And then I got in there and I'm like, I'm finna die. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I always looked at the cross country and track kids. I'm like, that looks brutal. It right? Sucks. So then early you gotta wake too. up at like three in the morning, get there so you can run like three miles or like two miles. Like, oh, hell no. Yeah. So I quit that like pretty much once the season was over because I felt that's when I grew the balls to tell my mom I wasn't messing with it. Mm-hmm. No, she just seen at one track or one cross country me like I was literally dying, like running across the across the line but um besides that i was mainly focused on gymnastics and cheerleading so i did cheer some all-star cheer some competitive cheer lots of cheerleading dope mm-hmm. damn what high school sorry i might have missed it when i was up what high school um i went to home of flossmore it's in um chicago oh okay yeah. Dang. So where did music come in then? And at what period of your life was music a big influence? I've honestly done music my whole life. Um, growing up, my grandma had got me a piano. So I like wanted to learn because granny got it for me. So, you know, I ended up playing piano for like 10, 11 years. And then I moved here and I was like bored of playing the piano so much because I used to literally pay, like play it every day. And, like, you know, like you, know, <laughs> yeah. you get the recitals on like the weekends. You got to wake up early. Like when all the other kids at school are asleep, like, oh, suck. But, like, I did that, and then I moved here, and I was like, oh, I'm bored with this. So I taught myself how to play guitar, and it was fun. Um, then I started getting my nails done, and you can't really play guitar with nails. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I would sing, and I would freestyle all the time anyways. And my friends were like, you should, you should like, write down some freestyle, like, some of your songs and stuff like that. I'm like, nah. It's like, fine, let me try it. And, yeah, the rest is history. So now That's I'm here. Cool. So did you ever do any singer-songwriter type stuff? Like, did you write music? You used to do that with guitar or keyboard or anything? I just did, did like, covers. 
Oh, have you thought about it now that you're uh, an artist in a different I've done genre? It. Like now I do. Um, I have this one song that I play like the guitar with. Um, I don't have a keyboard that I own personally. So it's really like I haven't played the piano too much in the last few years. But guitar, okay. definitely. I'll put that in some of my songs. Okay. So that being said, who at this point or whenever, what, who are some of your big musical influences? Mm, I would say like growing up kind of weird I, I would say more so like the everybody's gonna laugh at me because like i literally did not listen to rap growing up like my sister complete white girl and she listened to that britney spears and i listened to what my sister listened to so i love like britney spears carrie underwood like that type of stuff going on and then once i started to listen to my own music oof, okay i got into that drill shit because i'm can I curse? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you say whatever you want. Because I'm from Chicago, you know that Chief Keef was hot on the scene at that time. So like, I started listening to like Chief Keef, and of course like old schools like Biggie. I wasn't like everybody's gonna be like, dang, like really girl, but I wasn't too big of a Tupac fan. Just a couple really? of his songs. Yeah, I was more of Biggie. Dang, I'm sorry, I'm so mesmerized by these lights right now. <laughs> Glad you like I'm also em. like stone, so like anything's catch my eye for like a good minute. <laughs> it's all good. Do you have a reasoning? Because I've heard people say that, like I had a roommate who really, really fucked with Biggie, but he didn't like Tupac. And he didn't really have a reason. It was just because like that's what he I grew up with. I just like the style of like rap, like how he flowed on the track better. Yeah. It's nothing against like Tupac or anything like that. Like that's just my genre. And it's also probably too, because that's more so what my parents listen to. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I could see that. So, are there any um, any people in like the big music industry as far now, as hip hop? Yeah, like uh, as far as like hip hop, like once I started really doing music, I would say more so people from Chicago. Like once I started people see- seeing people like next to me, like literally making it, I'm like, damn, I need to hop on the scene. So like Kanye West, Chance the Rapper, um, I went to sc- the same school that Juice World went to. Uh, wow. Queen Key. I don't know if you guys know about Queen Key. She lives. She lived across the street from me. and like who else there's another couple artists that are uh, like up and coming Uh, I don't know their rapper names though so (laughs) it's kind (laughs) of weird I just remember their names from from high school yeah yeah but I see them doing their thing out there so it's good to see a lot of people I was you know going to school with like really you know on the come up and doing something with themselves besides getting stuck into what you could get stuck into in Chicago Mm -hmm. okay so dang I got a couple things I want to bring up now first so so what did you what what why did you move to Florida? Family? Um, yeah, well, my mom just gave me the choice to either move to um, Florida with them once I graduated high school or in, uh, go to community college here. I could stay in Chicago and go to community college there. So at the time, I'm like, hmm, why would I do that? Like, I'm going to Florida. Ah. <laughs> and it was a really good decision. I ended up here. We was actually supposed to end up on the Broward side, and then we ended up here. So, so you I like stayed. it? Mm-hmm, I stayed. It's straight. Dope, yeah, and, and it's, it's it seems like it's growing so much too. Mm-hmm. Like it's in, it's in the past few years alone, it's, it seems like it's been growing a lot. I know. I was blown. I came out here. I'm like, all right, where's the corner store? It's like 30 minutes for a freaking drive. I'm like, so how long is the walk? Like in Chicago, you got a corner store every corner. Like you good? You go yeah. up, get you a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. Nah, not yeah. here. But now in um, Cape Coral, they got like something pretty much everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing I was gonna ask, um. And this is like a topic for all of us to kind of discuss. But I've been hearing, you know how Juice World was on that Eminem track and mm-hmm. Music to be Murdered by? The song, what was it, Godzilla, Godzilla or something? The one where he raps, like he beats his record for the fastest rapper, mm-hmm. rap 
per like minute. At the or, end of that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He murdered it. Yeah, <laughs> and I loved like I'm I'm a stan or whatever, but like I I loved that album and I loved that song and I loved that Juice World was on it. But I heard people like talking shit. They were saying that he was like capping on his like the death or whatever, like to everyone's gonna look at it because it's like oh he's dead, kind of like they said Lil Wayne did with his songs of X that he put on his Carter Five. I don't necessarily think that that's the case. Like, you feel me? When you're an artist, you already have things. Like, it's like, right now, I just dropped a Harley Quinn and Joker EP, yeah, for yeah. example. And the Harley Quinn movie just came out. My, my dude, Psych, him and I, we've been working on this for the last, like, six, seven months. You feel me? So it's not like we had a definite, like, time when this is going to come out. But we're like, mm-hmm. all right, when is this, you know, when's it going to be best to start promoting, looking at that aspect of it? Not saying, like, oh, he, like, Eminem was looking at, oh, like, that's the best aspect of it. But I'm just saying, like, you plan out so much further in advance as opposed to planning out oh yeah right now is going to be when we're going to drop that no you have this probably planned out like for them especially at that point you know year in advance this is probably this is old music that we're listening to from yeah you feel me so they've already had this planned out i especially feel that about carter five because he worked on that for ever you know he worked on that for like a decade Mm -hmm. so all the songs that are in there he wrote a long time ago and that feature he did with x was almost definitely before he died I guess one spooky thing is that the whole album of Eminem's is about death and like murder and stuff like that and have Juice World on that. But mm-hmm. I saw, I read one article. I liked, I liked that particular song on there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's biased, like I'm biased because Juice was on there, but like I liked the song. Um, it was and a good song. at the end, I was like, okay, yeah. you guys, like y'all hating. <laughs> and, see, and I read an article that is more my opinion where someone said that it was like almost really great that he put Juice World on that song because that, like everyone looks at the song Rap God as like Eminem's like, that's his fastest rap. Look up Rap God on YouTube. Like that's his fastest rap. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that song for that reason. And now people are going to look at this song because he beat the last one and right. Juice World's the feature on that. So everyone's eyes are like, it's, um, I heard someone, they said something like it's paying homage to him and like his career and stuff like that which i could see that and i definitely think that would be the intention more likely than him being like dude died this is gonna get hella hits yeah, you know no, what i mean yeah, like there's no way he did that as an mc like media person like yeah for know. sure yeah and that song was recorded like she said so long ago yeah yeah know, so I there's mean, i don't think it was premeditated yeah is what it is r.i.p juice and R.I.P. Pop Smoke, that happened this morning. What? And R.I.P. Pop Smoke. That happened this morning. I was like, damn, you know who Pop Smoke is? I didn't know. I didn't that was, that. Yeah, that was one artist that I'm not particularly familiar with myself. So, but R.I.P., that, that's still sad. Like. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, too big on it. I've definitely heard some of his songs. But, yeah, Home Invasion, Shot and Killed. Really? Crazy. How old was he? 20. Damn. That's the saddest part about all this. It's, like, people like Juice World and X and, like, all that. Like, love him or... And, uh... And Lil Peep, like, love them or hate them, these are young artists that are, like, coming into their own mm-hmm. and, like, bu- building a path for themselves or, like, carving a path for themselves in the world and to be gone so soon, you know? Like, people judged X for, like, things, you know, he had the whole controversy and whatever and and it made people, like, not mourn his death as much. But it's like, bro, he's still human and he's mm-hmm. young, you know? Like, the mistakes he made or whatever, like, he's a young guy. Oh, I hate that. I don't know. I don't want to get in my feels too yeah, much. No, so, that. So, on a different note, what do you think like going into whether you do it independently like chance the rapper or like get signed to a major label to make Mm. it in the industry like what do you think are like key components you need to be a good artist and specifically the hip-hop genre i believe that i believe that you need to have you know that good promotion side of it yourself and that good work work ethic work ethic alone will set yourself aside from so many artists around you because there's so many people thinking like oh like they're hot shit you feel me like yeah wow yeah like at the same time like People maybe have um, 
people maybe hash it around town and get that cloud around town. But yeah, that's just around town. What is it going to take for you to move beyond going out town? Are you going to travel? Are you going to go do, you know, you feel me? So it's like, mm -hmm. who's putting in that time and that, that work ethic to book shows outside of the city to go the extra mile to push your, your song every single day, not missing any day, posting every day on your social media. Like it's a hard job. Like this is a whole career path. Like it's not something that you can just, you know, be up fumbling in the air. Like, no, like you have to really be serious about it. So it's a whole ass career. And, and you have to have the content behind it, you know, cause mm -hmm. I've seen some people grind so hard and do such a good job with the promotional aspect. Mm -hmm. They'll have like pretty decent followings on social media. They'll be posting all the time regularly, like dope shots of them or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, um, there'll be people who do it for such a long period of time. And it's like, there's not a whole lot of like stuff behind it. You know what I mean? People mm -hmm. who do music for years and years and there's not like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying that like it's quality, quantity over quality or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like it c comes to a point it's where consistency too. Y if you have all these eyes on you because mm -hmm. you're a great social media presence, it's like you have to back that up with content, or else the people are going to leave. Just like being mm -hmm. like a any sort of whether it's music or art or whatever, like any sort of media entity on the internet, you have to have cool shit, or people right. aren't going to stay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I know people are like, oh, I don't want to ride the wave, this and that, I want to do my own thing. In a way, you have to ride your, ride the wave, but make it your wave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, it, riding the wave isn't necessarily like a cop-out. It's like, it right. can be smart if you do it intelligently, it's, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree. But that's what I would say. I would say, like, I agree with your statement, but like also, like I said, it is the work ethic in the content um, being released consistently. Yeah. So. Definitely. Well, let's take a quick break. We're almost at 20 minutes. So we'll take a quick break just for the cameras. Enjoy the ads. In the meantime, we'll be right back for part two. Hey. Welcome back to the City Ponds podcast. We're back from break. About to get into another listener question. Hope you like those ads. That's another deep one? Oh, no. No. What are your three favorite foods? Ooh, okay. So I love crab. Is one of my favorites. I love vegan nuggets. And I love... Mac and cheese. I know, so weird, right? But not that weird. Mac and cheese slaps. Mac, Mac and, and cheese, cheese does slap. That'd be fine. Like. Yeah, I don't even like cheese, but I like mac and cheese. Was it just me, or was was the the school mac and cheese the best mac and cheese ever? I think it was just you. Was you just should just go to Ford's yeah. garage. Yeah, I was like, I think <laughs> it's just better. you, bro. Honestly, that that one was just you. Yo, yeah. Ford's garage. I think I might have to make a stop there after two. I'm hungry. Do it. They're mac and cheese, lobster mac and cheese. Oh, wow. What? Are they Cajun shrimp mac and cheese? What? Aye, aye, aye. Now I'm hungry. They're dressing I, up all their mac and You know and what's cheese. real good is the mac and cheese that's they sell at Publix. The little, like, Panera, little, like, package oh, yeah. ones you just heat up. Those are yeah, really good, those too. those are good. Those are really good. You think you can get that in a bread bowl? Holy carbs. Have you got mac and cheese in a bread bowl at Panera? <laughs> you can. Oh, that. you can. What? Mm -hmm. I did that. God damn. All right, what were we because doing? I love dipping the bread into the mac and cheese. Like, yes. It's really right. good. Yes. Yeah. I usually get the broccoli cheddar thing. I'll get the broccoli cheddar bread bowl and like eat it up. Yeah. Damn. Now that they just made me hungry, we got another 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about right before the break? We were talking, we were talking about, about making YouTube. it. Talking about, yeah, we were talking about making it as an artist. We were talking about YouTube. I think we are going to get into YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's get into YouTube. Yeah, so when did YouTube start for you? So I started doing YouTube about five six months ago um with my vlogs i literally was on the phone with my friend in chicago and i was like well i had kind of been thinking about it and then i was on the phone with her i was like you know i should start recording for my like intro for my youtube channel what i should like start doing for it 
And then she's like, all right, yeah, just get, like blue, like set out a blueprint, you know, and talk to me about it. Let me know. I'm like, bet. And then I call her like later in the evening. I'm like, bro, I just recorded my first episode. It was not hard at all. Like, cause I was never used to using iMovie cause I've had Samsung all my life. I just switched to iPhone. <laughs> but what? yeah, just because like editing is so much easier and I don't have a laptop. So, I mean, Hey, this oh, is a little bit cheaper. You do it all up your phone? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, you're saying iPhones are better, right? <laughs> no, it's not no. better. But like for editing purposes, it is better for that. True. Everyone has like a up or down pro and con to it. Yeah. Yeah. So you edit. You do you film and edit everything on that? Mm, I have a different iPhone, yeah, because uh-huh. I had my Samsung and then I had that phone as like my my vlogging phone, but then I got this one and it has a better camera, so I'm like, hey doggy, homeboy, <laughs> like, homeboy, yo, how many episodes have you been in? Homeboy's always the guest. Oh, you guys see this dog right now? <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> What's up, homeboy? You're okay with dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. What's up, boy? Don't get into the equipment, but you animals. can come say That's hi. why I couldn't let the flies sit on the ground and, like, crunch it. Like, I had to go throw it outside just in nice case. Thing. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, dang. She's got a good heart. So, yeah, I need to get on that level, too, because that's an iPhone 11? Yeah. Yeah, I have an iPhone 11, too, and, like, I've been, like, I've been wanting to start doing that, but I've been, like, saying that I'm, like, telling myself I'm going to get a MacBook first before I, like... No, you don't even need that. It's so easy, like... I know, I see that, because your videos are very well edited. Mm-hmm. I was thinking in my head, one, that you had, like, a DSLR and to that, film it, and two, oh, that you're using... Oh, because I have using... Osmo. I have a stabilizer. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen you with that at shows, huh? Yeah, I come to the shows yeah, with that. Yeah, that's right. That does work well. You gotta yeah, get on that, bro. Dude, she's on that wave. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, you guys come view my vlog next. Yeah! <laughs> For sure. Hell yeah. Follow me on YouTube, I mean, subscribe, and then hit the little bell ringer thing, official ATG, no space, no cap. Run it up. <laughs> yeah, your videos are good, though, honestly. Thank you, I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, have you been, um, have you been having any ideas as far as content, like, going forward? Like, are there things that you want to do with your channel that you can't oh. do yet, or anything like that? So, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say there's things that I want to do that I haven't, like, because I really haven't too much of thought of what's the complete concept. I literally was just like, let me just start um, something about, like, life of local artists. Yeah. And it's kind of tough. I don't know if you guys get the same thing. Working with local artists can be a little frustrating because, you know, you make a time and then they're like, yeah, and then they're like, no. <laughs> Trust me, we know. And then um, yeah. just other, like, frustrations, you know, beyond that. So I was just like, you know what, going into 2020, like my channel's gonna, I think I'm, what I'm gonna do is gear it strictly on me. Cause a lot of my subscribers, like they wanna see what I'm doing. Like they, like me doing something with the other artists was more so to just like help them out. But if they don't really care for it, my, my, my followers, they don't really care to see them. You feel me? Not to yeah. be rude, no shade, but so I'm gonna like gear it more towards like myself and like, you know, like do challenges and like my day to day routine. I don't know, just, like, figuring out content from there. Like, mm-hmm. vlogs on, like, going to shows, like, the one that you guys saw on. Just keeping it with that. Yeah, and I, I agree with that, because I've been... I did YouTube, like, years ago for skateboarding-type stuff, mm-hmm. like, over the past few years. But lately, I've been wanting to do more content that's, like, local stuff going on about, like, like how you local yeah. artists. And, like, I feel like there's not a whole lot of video out there. There's a whole bunch of great photography and, like, mm-hmm. uh, obviously all people all over social media, like, sharing events and stuff like that. But right. as far as documentation, I don't notice a whole lot of, like, vlog-style uh, documenting. You know what From I mean? Side, yeah. yeah, and I feel like a lot of these events are so cool and you can't really, you can't really feel how cool an event is just by, like, seeing a photo mm-hmm. usually, you know? Like, if you see video or you're at the show, you kind of, like, get some of that other right. energy that a photo can't give you. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you... Because one thing that I kind of faced as I was starting to do videos, because originally it was just my shit, because I lived alone and, like, whatever. But now, 
incorporating other people is kind of like a staple now with my since I have friends and like mm-hmm. and like all the things that I do daily is with other people. Right. Have you noticed difficulty getting other people to kind of like engage in it? Or, like, get used to it. Because, like, f- filming everything is, like, a weird <laughs> feeling, you know? Um, Actually, it's kind of funny because before I started filming, like, I was already, li- like, literally filming everything. Oh, so, yeah. like, I wish I would have, like, brought my other iPhone in here because I could have shown you guys from literally... I started doing, like, I started taking music serious as far as rapping and singing a year ago, a little bit over a year ago. And on that phone was when I just started recording everything that I did, anything that I did, like, everything was recorded. So I think at that point, I kind of, like, trained them. At that point, they kind of would be a little, like, quiet, but, like, at the same time, nobody really, like, was bothered by it. So once I was like, all right, I got my vlog, I got my Osmo, it didn't really shock people. They're just like, all right, whatever. Sometimes people are kind of, I know that people are annoyed with it, they'll be like, really girl like today like i gotta tell you something like yeah turn that shit off because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. it's hard to have just like that un that just candid yourself you know like anytime a camera gets out you kind of do want to be like youtuber self or like your friends mm-hmm. will be like not themselves you know what i mean and it's hard yeah. to get everyone comfortable to where like me filming at like skate naturally. parks it's like yeah it come out natural, yeah. yeah like with how fun a skate session is it's really hard to get like capture that genuine fun when mm-hmm. you're like sitting there with a tripod or whatever like filming everybody i know what you mean yeah sometimes that can be a little tough that's more so i would say when i'm in big crowds of people but when it's like my day-to-day people like that i'm with like it's not really too big of a difference okay. anymore but yeah definitely when i'm around like newer people like say i went to like out to like a nightclub or a night event or something and then people are kind of like they freeze up a little bit <laughs> like you're like you're good i'll probably edit you out like i just need to get like <laughs> the stuff around right yeah i love it i I do like it i didn't realize how time consuming it was before i started and that's what everybody says says i know but like it's literally so time consuming yeah and that's why i decided like i had at the end of the year i just needed a break from it because i was just doing that and just a lot of life you know hitting at the same time so i'm like all right so that's why when i come back in 2020 i want my episodes to come a little bit harder so that it's just like all right there's a reason there's incentive to watch ATG. Like, what's popping with her? I need to go ahead and subscribe. Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dang. So you said you've only been releasing music for the last year, right? Mm-hmm. When did, at what point did you start performing in that last year? Because it seems like you're pretty, con- <laughs> like, I see you on lineups. It seems like you're conditioned yeah. at this point. And if it's only been a year, when did you start? Like, probably the same year. Like, I really? literally started music and then I started performing, like, a month or two months later. Shout out DJ Daddy Fresh. He put me on the platform with OTP. They do that Wednesday nights. Right now it's on pause, but it will resume. Um, But anyways, OTP on Wednesday nights gave me that platform. And they were really, like, encouraging. And what helped me out was the DJ I was really close with. Like, I knew him for, like, two years before this point. And so I'm like, and so, like, when I'm performing or whatever, he's, like, hyping me up back there. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I could do this. Like, yeah. So, like, even when you look at, like, the very first um, video of me performing, yeah, you can see that I'm a little bit more, like, awkward up there. But I'm still, like, natural moving around, not just stick figure, like, standing there, you know, like, some people may, like, want to do whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, I just literally practice for my shows and I don't go up there sometimes I don't I'm not gonna lie like sometimes I don't but for the most part like I don't like to be it. like I like to make sure at least do a run through and do a run through with my outfit that I'm gonna wear on, wear on stage so that I'm comfortable with you know what I'm doing yeah not like oh yeah let me just go up there and run some shit like here DJ throw on music no I already know what I'm performing before in advance like mm-hmm. okay dope. Good. was that a hard transition to make you, it sounds like you you knew what you needed to do and you did it so I'm kind of a go-getter, so, like, pretty much anything I see, I'm, I'm about to go get that, you feel me? So, 
I see, all right, I'm an artist. What do artists do? They perform, they make music. All right, but I'm, I'm already writing music every day. At that point, I was working for a phone company, and I was just literally in there just writing, writing, writing. Sometimes I'm rushing through customers just to get them out, so I keep writing. I'm like, yes. I don't want to lose my thought. <laughs> like, sending awesome. people. So I ended up, um, they're going to be mad if they do this. <laughs> but I ended up um, doing that. Cool. Then I'm like, what's next? Like, how am I about to push it? Like, I don't really know. Like, I would go out before with friends, but it was more like the society crew or going out to Naples or, like, going, like, just not, you know, like, local artist event type things. Yeah. So, I, like, when I started going to these type, I'm like, all right, I got to do something. Let me go to these events. All right, cool. I ran into a couple connects, started, you know, networking through them. And, like, a year ago, I even had, like, I think when I started, I had, like, 300 or 400 followers, and now I'm up to, like, I think 1,100 which still isn't a lot, but that's like organically grown for me going out and talking to people. You feel me? So yeah, mm-hmm. and that is a big growth if you think like in the grand scheme of things, one year that's a pretty big jump. Yeah. Know? So I'm like, all right, bet. So it's like literally just me pushing and me doing stupid, silly shit online, shaking my ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now I was gonna say TikTok is a big, a big like avenue for people to get get oh, yeah, out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so then that being, did you have any? any difficulties as a performer this last year like any hurdles you've had to jump over that you weren't expecting or anything like that I would definitely say it was like a learning curve for me because going into these shows you think you could just show up and like everything's gonna be set in stone like no it's not like that like yeah yeah there's like from any show that I go to I try and take notes and what can I do differently than I did last time to avoid this problem you feel me didn't like um, a checklist get that checklist make sure that all that everything's good for that and as far as you know if I'm traveling out of town making sure that what needs to be in place is in place so that when come come the day I'm not struggling scrambling trying to figure out oh crap where's this where's that no I like to have a game plan for when I'm going into my show so it's not stressful on me as an artist because I have to go up there and perform it doesn't matter what you're going on with go, what's going on in life once you get on stage does not matter you just got to perform and you know show the people give the people a show so typically i like to you know d- like just you know have a little fun on stage but i don't know i lost where i was going with it because i'm stoned but it's all good <laughs> that's, that's why that's why i love the podcast format because we can talk about whatever the fuck we want <laughs> but, yeah so i don't know i'm just literally oh you were talking we were talking about hurdles so yeah just like taking notes and trying to like go through the, i would say and i also found more of the legality side of it and you know yeah. other things that i can use in my tool belt that i didn't know so my year in doing music i'm not disappointed at all in like what i've done and like yeah. any hurdles that i've had to overcome i feel like i've overcame them in, in a positive manner as opposed to like getting all frustrated and like being down on myself okay there's times that i'd be like ah, i'm quitting music but come on guys i'm not gonna quit music like i'm gonna just talk my shit but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, I just always be talking my shit. Like, people will be like, girl, I seen on Facebook, like, you said this and that. Like, yeah, I probably just didn't eat yet. Yeah. <laughs> that is good, though, especially as someone who's, like, a face on the internet, you know, as, like, a YouTuber, influencer, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Like, being genuine is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then how do you feel about, how do you feel about people faking clout as, like, a business strategy? Oh, I hate that because I feel like... This man knows a lot about that shit. And that's, what like, okay... I'm gonna call my bluff. So one time that I I did like buy like um, viewers or whatever, but I didn't know that's what I was buying. You feel me? So like there's like ways like so somebody hits you up or whatever. Like now I can like identify it. But somebody had hit me up and they were just like, hey, you know, we can promote your music, this and that, blah blah. blah. It's gonna cost this and that. We're gonna like push pretty much push it through the platform. I was like, all right, bet. And of course, me being new into music at the time, I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. 
I bought this? And then my numbers started rising. I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> I'm like, what did I do? So, Dang. like, literally, like, all the fans and, like, not fans, but, like, all the likes or, like, or, like, brought views or whatever started popping up on my SoundCloud. So, like, you'll see, like, some of the songs, like, dang, she got this, but then these ones are like this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why, because I didn't realize, but I thought that was just, like, promoting strategy. Um, other people do that, and they just literally think that that's their life, and they'd be like, yeah, I got all these fans, I got these subscribers, follow Yeah, that's yeah. when it's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, like, I'm gonna call my buff, because I did it on accident one time, but ever since then, like, nah. <laughs> but other people be on there, like, pushing, and they, like, I, I could see that getting expensive if you have to do that for every song, like, yeah, right? and yeah. continue to, like, push and push and push. People really do that, like, that's wild. Like, yeah, just, wild. Go out and get followers. <laughs> because, and like, he, I said he's good, he's like good about it because he's good at noticing. I don't really mm-hmm. notice sometimes, like, when, like, but he can just tell, like, it's like, yo, they bought that shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how do you know? And he shows me the little things you can see. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, they you got this see. many, they got like a million followers and then only like 2,000 people liked their post. How the fuck does that make sense? That doesn't and, make sense. It doesn't add up. Yeah. And I could see how, like, like you said, it could be, it can be a tool if you, but you'd have to keep up with it. And like, if it just goes too long, it can become this delusion of like, mm-hmm. I'm big shit when you yeah. really, no one's listening to your stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's when it can be bad. It's like, cause people notice, they notice like, you know, you don't have the following that I thought you it did. you uh, claimed to have. Where's the tea? But I think it all comes back to the music, whether they have like a hundred followers or a hundred thousand followers, like good music is good music. And that reminds me what... What what are your general feelings about this local scene around here as far as music of any genre, not just hip hop, but like the scene around here in entertainment? There's mad potential. I would say there's mad potential here. Um, I just feel like everybody could be a little bit more like a team. Not like we have to all be on the same team and things like that, but you feel me? And I feel, I see it coming together a little bit more than when I started a year ago, I would say, as people are starting to realize, like, dang, like, there's not no one, there's no Kobe, no LeBron, like, we all need to put in this team, yeah. this teamwork, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I would just say, like, everybody just needs to work together for somebody to make it out of here, and once somebody makes it out of here, like, it's up from there, like, mm-hmm. it's literally, like, so much talent is ridiculous. <laughs> How do you feel about Dominic Fike? I haven't really, like I said, I'm not from here, so like me, oh, yeah, the music scene, like I'm trying to like, I'm trying to understand who everybody is and who's really taking it serious because there's so many clout chasers, like people just want to yeah. be, be famous around town, like no, <laughs> get out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I seen him doing his thing and you know, all power to him, like, excuse me, like keep pushing, like I think the kid is, interesting i haven't really like i said seen too much about him but yeah because because i wondered like we talk about him so much on the fucking podcast because like one of our goals is to talk with him you mm-hmm. know because he's from Get here and, like, and um uh like with him it's it's uh fuck what was my train of thought no he i, I sometimes think he could be like with how big he's becoming mm-hmm. he might be a yeah. reason that a lot of people are coming here and there are so many like you do have to kind of weed out the people who have just like like hit a rut i guess and the people who are really grinding right. to make something mm-hmm. you, you once you see those people though i just like i just feel like if someone saw them you know what i mean like there's so many people around here who will pop off if right. they if people just re- Notice, like see it yeah, they, you know they, what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. and i i do think i think that the scene is like i would agree with you that that the scene that there's people who are coming together to try to like bring us all up you know mm-hmm. but then there's still the few that are just kind of in it for clout or whatever you want to call it yeah i agree yeah i i would agree too it doesn't 
Hmm. Yeah. What are your opinion? What are your opinions on the scene, Danny? I mean, I I would I think I think since Dom popped, like we talked about it a little bit on the Curate podcast, like I, I think since Dom popped, it 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 kind of fueled a fire under everyone's ass. Like everyone thought, because like before that we had like plies from here, and that was like the only yeah. person. So yeah, so that was like a long time ago. So we have Dom's fucking thing up there. That's and yeah and like. Yeah, so I don't know. I look at that and I get motivated every time I walk in yeah, here, and that's, that's just kind of like, right? like it's motivational. Yeah, when you see somebody next to you, like wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I would think, I, I think it, I think we need another five years, and then we need to like come back, and because I think at that point, there will be so many like we'll have this conversation, and be like, oh, you remember ATG, you remember right. X and VIX, you remember you know these people. So I think right now we're. Because hey, we're you, coming together. Because you even look at Miami kind of like that. Like, think about Miami. You see someone like X who, like, blew up. Everyone around the world knows who that man is. And, um, and like, what is it? Like, Raider Clan and stuff like that. Like, all these people that came out of my... And Denzel Curry, he's another dude mm-hmm. out of Miami that, like, now they're superstars, you know? They've made it big time. And people will look at Miami as like, oh, th- th- these handful of rappers also came from Miami. Like, mm-hmm. like, like Denzel Curry and whatever, you know what I mean? And, like, Miami's looked at that place... You know, and I feel like for like this Southwest Florida area could also be looked as that because in now in today's age, we're talking about YouTube and like social media and all that. You see these people who are kind of like making leaps and bounds because of their ability to like access distro kid and like get their stuff distributed themselves and all this when like, I don't feel like this now, if you're an artist and you do not have distro kid to do, what are you doing? Your sleep, get it in now. Like it's what? Thirty dollars. For the year, get it now. Tell get it on all your platforms. I guess you on Spotify, Apple Music, all of that. I don't even want to tell them. Go, go look at it. Distrokid.com. Because, like we said, like it is as much as you've built an image for yourself or like whatever. If you're not releasing the stuff to the people that you produce, you know, like I see people who are so talented and they don't have music on like. Like it's hard to access their music, and mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I love listening to you. I want other people to listen to you. You got to get your shit everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where some people mess up. But I feel like that was one of the mistakes. That's what I correct this year. You feel me? Like, if you correct it, that's one thing. But if you're going years and years and years and years doing the same thing, that's what? That's insanity. You feel me? You're driving yourself insane. But, yeah. like, I literally, when, within the first year, I had a bunch of, like, YouTube beats that I had. And I'm, like, dropping out on SoundCloud, YouTube, like, this and that. Not really even YouTube at the time. Mainly SoundCloud. And, like, my friends are like, where can we find your music? Like, my friend's not from here. The My friend's in Chicago. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, SoundCloud. Oh, I don't got it on my phone. Oh, I don't have this. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, how I need to get my shit on Apple Music, period. Because that's all people listen mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Apple and then Music, Joker Spotify. and Harley's everywhere, right? Yeah, it's everywhere, yeah. We were having issues with Spotify, but now it's up on Spotify. Dope. It's good, yeah. Hell yeah. And that, I feel like that makes such a huge difference mm-hmm. because that's where everyone consumes their music. And it's you know? also a way for you to monitor your music too. Like I didn't yeah. even realize like you could have like, you get your artist artist profile and then it shows you, you know, like it's tracking data. So yeah. I thought that was pretty dope too. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a good move. Um, do you want to get into the last, last listener question and we'll Let's start wrapping it up. It's getting that time. List of questions. Yeah. I'm going to smoke another blunt. <laughs> Alright. They said, oh. <laughs> would you rather have invisibility or flight? Like, I guess, ability to fly? That's Shit. a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm taking flight. <laughs> Later, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I would take flight, but I already get so high, I don't need it. I'm gonna just have to go with the invisibility because I wanna, I wanna sit in the rooms with people sometimes and be like, hmm, what are they gonna do? Or like, what are they talking about? Yeah, <laughs> true. I yeah, got multi use in that with that invisibility. True. Yeah. True. That's true. I, I feel like I'd have to choose flying just for the ability of like, well, no, you'd, I'd probably die. Like, like, I'm, I'm ta- yeah, I'm, well, I'm talking like trying to like get to places quick. I'd be like, well, the higher I fly, the faster I can go. So I'll just go see and just get hit by a plane or something. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't trust myself with flight. True. Yeah. I'd have to make laws for Brian. Yeah. Because I'm just out there. <laughs> Anyways. Are right, you ready to wrap it up, bro? Uh, um, yeah. We We've been talking for a minute. Um, Wait, question. You guys said this was season. I mean, not season. <laughs> uh, episode 50. Yeah. 50, Congrats, yeah. Congrats, guys. That's dope. Thank you. Yeah, that year anniversary is coming up, bro. This has been so much fun. Yeah, I've been doing, doing this for podcast. a year now. Yeah. yeah. And thanks for reaching out to us, too. Oh, yeah, you know for what sure. I, mean? I was like, what? I need to get in on this. I had watched a couple episodes. I'm like, that's a total. I saw the one with, actually, the one, the first episode of you guys that I saw was Armani Two Times. Yeah. And then I seen Fame posting, and I've been, you know, really uh, in contact with Fame a lot lately, so I was like, oh, dope. And then I seen K-Man was guest appearance on there, too, so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, what? Damn, I need to get on there. Yeah, because people don't realize, like, we only got four eyes between the two of us, and we can only see, like, so many people, mm-hmm. and there's so many other people that we don't see. So I really right. love when people, like, suggest to us, so, like, hit up, up on social media, dude. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. I'm always reaching out to anybody I see an opportunity. I'm like not. I'm not about to sit here and wait for you guys to talk to me about it. How do you? Mm-hmm. How do I know that you know that I do what I do? Yeah. You don't know that. We don't know each other. And it's so dope. After you contacted us, you were on that. I was uh, signed up to vend at Fame's event, the two three nine love mm-hmm. at the end of the year, and I didn't even know you were on that lineup. And then when I saw, I was like, hey, that's the. She reached out to us, and I was like, dope, because then mm-hmm. I got to see you perform. I came up to you. I yeah. was like, hey, mm-hmm. what's up? You, you, on me. <laughs> what's up? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, so we always end the episode. First, thanks for coming so much. Like, oh, yeah. yeah it's been you. great. No Had some technical difficulties, but we always let you look at the camera, and you can plug. I mean, we already talked about a lot of the stuff you do so people can find it, but if you want to plug any, like, websites, social media, projects you got coming out, things you want people to look out for, you can take this time to do so. Um. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I just dropped my Harley Quinn X Joker EP with Psych G. You can find it. Um, link is in my Instagram bio for all platforms you can find it on, which is Hey It's ATG. The It's is plural, not singular, by the way. And then um, I'm working on a uh, music video with Psych coming out for Down Ass Bitch, and that'll be dropping here shortly. We don't have an official date selected yet. Um, although, uh, I have another, um, music video. My bad guys, I'm like stuttering. I'm trying to figure out what I got. I got so many projects I'm working on. Like which one is coming out? (laughs) (laughs) But I have another, um, music video with Psych G that we're in the process of still recording. The other one is coming out soon. This one we're still recording. And then I have a single that I will be dropping soon. And that bitch, fah! Am I going to single that bitch, fah! (laughs) Period. Fuck yeah. And where can they find us at, bro? Okay, you guys can find us at City of Palms Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. We got new episodes up every Monday. We're coming up on our year, on our year bender yeah, plug here. Plug that show, plug that show. Yeah, we got our show, our anniversary show at Howl Tattoo and Gallery, March 28th, 8 p.m. Show up, show out. What it's all gonna we got be lit. going on there, dude? I'll let you hit them with that. Fan we've fan. got, dude, we're still planning it, but we've got performers. We're doing a live podcast for y'all. We got uh, some people we've selected to perform, giving you that good music. There's going to be a bunch of artists, uh, live we painting. We Yeah, we've got it's a like food truck. We got, we're got. we manifesting it. We got a barbecue, gonna have, gonna have a barbecue fire barbecue. Uh, there's going to be Favi Cakes. There's going to be selling her desserts. 
and everyone involved has been on the podcast before. Look how beautiful that is, dude. We got all these vendors and artists and everything because they've been on the podcast. All these friendships we've made. And this is called Networking People. We love all of you. Thank you for listening. And it's ATG. You already know. Hey. Bye, baby. It's been episode 50. Hit him with the outro, Soren. Yeah.